What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. We have a very special edition of the podcast today. We are going to be joined by head coach of the Florida Atlantic Owls, Lane Kiffin. He's going to join the show to talk all things FAU. He's also going to share some personal stories. We've got some personal questions about him to get to know Coach a lot better. I want to thank you all for tuning in. You can listen to the radio show Monday from 12 to 1 on 12OunceSportsRadio.com. You can also listen on Friday from 9.30 to 10.30 Central Standard Time in the morning on 12OunceSportsRadio.com. You can find us on Twitter, this underscore 8, or Facebook, The Mitch Davis Show, or you can email the show at Show at AOL.com. Thank you all for listening. hope you enjoy this interview with Coach Kiffin. We are joined by Coach Kiffin on the phone. Coach Kiffin, how are you doing? Oh, it's a great pleasure to have you, Coach. It's a great honor to have you. Well, we're excited to be on and, um, you know, just getting ready here for spring ball uh, after a good signing class and a great year last year um, on a 10-game win streak. So, got a lot of work to do to keep that going. Yes, sir. And that, you know, kind of jumps into our first question of the show. What, what did you learn under legends like Nick Saban and your dad that has helped you at FAU? And how did that shape you as a coach? Well, a ton of lessons, you know, Coach Saban, really, organization and discipline, um, you know, every detail mattering. Uh, my dad, probably more, um, you know, about relationships, you know, with players, with coaches, and, um, you know, so uh, just kind of combine the two. Yes, sir. And, you know, watching you and Coach Saban mix, that was one of the funnest things, you know, growing up, you know, down here in the South, watching as well. Um, so the second question we have for you, how has social media shaped you as a coach and how does that play into recruiting? I mean, you're such a social media Twitter guru, one of the greatest guys to follow on Twitter. How does that play a role in the coaching and the recruiting as well? Well, that started in recruiting just, you know, they had a, instantly had a rule that you couldn't text recruits, but you could direct message them on Twitter. So that's really where we kind of started on that. And then, you know, it just gives us a way to talk to our fans, talk to recruits, recruits' parents, and you know, for them to kind of follow you. And and so um, it's been a valuable tool for us. Yes, sir. And, you know, where did you come up with that hashtag, by the way, uh, come to the FAU? It's a good question. I just made it up one day, you know, because, <laughs> you know, you used to always you know, watch, you know, Monday Night Football, and the guys always say, you know, the U, you know, for Miami. So I just kind of said, well, we're close to Miami. Let's become the FAU. Yes, yeah, so that's where it came from. Well, I, I tell you much. I tell you what, everybody loves that hashtag. I see it, you know, even from not FAU fans. Everybody just loves that hashtag. It kind of sticks, you know. Yeah, I think, um, you know, kind of obviously, you know, the U, you know, copying that and really just putting two letters in it. Um, you know, it's been something that you know, even our players refer to sometimes. Yes, sir. And, you know, your team started one and three on the season. How, what did you tell your team to finish on a 10-0 running, 10-0 run, including a conference championship and a bowl win? Well, it was really you know, we got through the non-conference schedule one and three, which is disappointing. And you know, today we can't do anything about that now. I mean, the games have added most of the conference. At the end of the day, you know, um, everyone's goal should be to win their conference, you know, and hopefully they get you, you know, to you know, um, for to win your division first, but to get the conference championship, win the conference. So yeah, that was really our goal, goal one. So um, luckily we were able to complete that. Yes, sir. And, you know, I was looking at your non-conference schedule next year. You play UCF and Oklahoma. Take us into that scheduling a little bit. Yeah, it's, um, you know, very competitive scheduling. And, um, you 
you never know when you schedule things, you know, how good a team's going to be that year, you know, because teams be up or down, you know, so um, those guys ended up, you know, you know, top, I think top six, you know, top six in the country last year, and I think maybe the one or two scoring offense in the country, so we'll have our hands full, especially on defense. Yes, sir, and you know, you play UCF, you know, thoughts on UCF claiming the national championship, and would you ever do that at Florida Atlantic? Yes, sir. And, you know, that kind of leads us into our next question. What is your favorite thing about being the FAU coach, and what makes Isle Nation so special? Uh, I think, you know, our players, you know, it's probably my favorite thing. We've got great kids that work really hard and really have no egos, and so it's great to be around. And then, you know, the location, it's a great place to live, great place to recruit to. Um, you know, it's a phenomenal school with great leadership from Dr. Kelly. Yes, sir. And, you know, we got a couple questions for you, a couple personal questions that we'd love to get to know you a little bit. Coach, I talked to Jake Elman, your beat writer for out of FAU there, and he told me a story about you, about the hurricane, and how you knew about the hurricane was one of your neighbors uh, told you the hurricane was coming, you had to move your boat. Was there any truth to that, Coach? Yeah, I didn't know what you were supposed to do. You didn't live around hurricanes. You need to move your boat, so there's a lot of you move your boat. Yes, sir. And, you know, speaking of Jake Elman, you guys, he, he told me you guys have a pretty a funny relationship. What is your favorite thing about Jake Elman? Just curious. Oh, I think he has a pretty good sense of humor, you know, um, and pretty relaxed at, at his job, you know, in a good way. Yes, sir. And, you know, you coached under Nick Saban. What is your favorite Nick Saban story that most people don't know about? Ooh, my favorite one? Yes, sir. Sir. And you know, what I was gonna ask you, what kind of music do you listen to on an everyday occasion? Who's your favorite artist last song, by the way? Yes, sir. And what is your favorite hobby when you have a little downtime, you know, after a big win or when you have a couple days to do whatever? What do you do? Do you play golf? Do you go fishing or what have you? What have you? Do not play golf. Um, I do fish. I can fish right in the backyard here. Pretty good deal. So I have a boat in the backyard and take out in the ocean or just fish off the back, um, you know, backyard. Yes, sir. And, Coach, you know, after a big win, everybody's got to have a great meal. What is your favorite meal to go to uh, after a big win? Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, and what is your favorite movie and why? Uh, 
redemption, probably. And I just find it crazy that people get being in jail and get so trained about the treatment and how how they live in jail and then get out in the real world for so long they want to go back to jail. I've just never understood that. Yes, sir. And, you know, you, you call in the Paul Feinbaum. I know you listen to the Feinbaum show, whatever. Who is your favorite caller? I think it is Jim, yes, sir. I, mean, I think it's Jim from Tuscaloosa. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I like Jim. I think and, Jim starts happy hour before the show every day, a little bit too early, though. <laughs> and, you know, I think you got him off the ban off of Fine Bomb Show, if I'm not mistaken, a couple weeks ago. I did. <laughs> I, just, I, I felt bad. They banned him, so I told Fine Bomb, Laura Rutledge, just they're not coming back on unless you let, you let him back. So hopefully they let him back. I haven't seen it in a few weeks. Yes, sir. And, you know, we had Laura Rutledge on the show, and what, what is your favorite memory with Feinbaum and Laura Rutledge? I know you had a lot of run-ins with those guys as well. Um, I think when Laura jokes about Feinbaum, the day I got this job here, and he said, you know, basically said, oh, Lincoln you know, is off the face of the map. This is the worst job. We'll never win there. We'll never hear from him again. So uh, the three of us laugh about that a lot. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, you know, you're heading into spring football. You're heading into the next season, riding a big-time winning streak. What are you most looking forward to going into spring football and into next season, Coach? I think just, um, you know, we have a number of kids that, you know, when we got here over last year, they transferred in, you know, from big places that had to sit. So I think just integrating integrate them into our systems and see how they do. Yes, sir. And, you know, you guys you guys had a great recruiting class and whatever. Um, you know, how does that gonna, how are those freshmen going to play a uh, factor into this season, into the coming season? Well, probably a lot, especially on offense. You know, we returned, I think, 10 starters on defense. But on offense, you know, there's some holes to fill. And so, especially up front, so I think we'll see a lot of jazz play. Yes, sir. Well, I want to thank you, Coach Giffen, for joining the show. Um, hope Wish you the best. I want to uh, invite you back on the show anytime you want to come on, maybe before next season. All right, guys, you got it. Thank yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.